What's up, guys? Welcome back to another daily Bible reading snapshot. Today, we're looking at Exodus 34, 35, and 36 here in the Old Testament. And then we're starting Matthew 23 in the New Testament. But here, remember, we're in the middle of a scene. Exodus 33 told us yesterday that Moses talks to God, asks God, show me your glory. And then we see here in chapter 34, what is God's response? After he shows him his glory, he says this. He says in verse 6, the Lord passed before him and proclaimed. So this is God speaking. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. God's very clear here. He is good. He exists. He's the Lord. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's slow to anger. He's so great in steadfast love. He keeps steadfast love for thousands. But the other thing you need to know about God is this, that he will by no means clear the guilty. Now, the God who's described here is the same God we worship and serve today. He has not changed. He has not altered. He hasn't changed his mind about anything. He is the same God. He is merciful, gracious, abounding in steadfast love. He's slow to anger, all those things. Yet he is the most just judge there ever was. He invented justice. He establishes what is right and wrong, and he will be the judge in the end. And this text also says that afterwards, once Moses hears who God is, he bow down. He bows down and he worships. He, he immediately understands who God is in a better way because God told him. Now, when we're trying to define who God is and look at like when people have conversations, I think God's like this. I think God's like that. Well, this passage needs to always come to the forefront of your mind because this is what God said about himself. Now, the reason I say this should come to the forefront of your mind is because you might even be hearing these things and thinking, I, that sounds like the book of Psalms. That sounds like other places in the Bible. And you're totally right because tons of people quote this text right here all throughout the Old Testament to make sure we're always remembering God is good, he shows steadfast love, and he's also the just judge. We have to keep both of those in mind because that's what God says about himself. Now, then it says after this, the people are supposed to say, I'm done serving any idol. I'm done serving any false God. I will only serve the Lord. And God like makes them commit to that. It says when Moses comes down off the mountain, People were afraid to come near him because his face was shining. So they put a veil over his face and the skin of his face was shining. And he put this veil over his face so that he could speak to the people. They wouldn't freak out. So this is super crazy that after Moses talks to God, he is radiant. He's shining like he's seen God because he has seen the glory of God in a very unique way. Um, the people, again, shows the holiness of God and the sinfulness of man. This shows both of those. We always need to see that and be humbled by that, that I am sinful compared to God. He is so amazing and powerful and majestic and holy, and I am not. This is so important that we remember. So chapter 35, he gives some more rules about the tabernacle, more rules about the Sabbath, how they're supposed to live, and then the construction of the tabernacle. That's the last part of what you're going to read, which is going to really lead into tomorrow's reading where they start putting these things together. So remember, the book of Exodus is kind of split in two halves when it comes to the law. Initially, the law is given and instructions are given. Then there's all these scenes about what Israel does and, and Moses and then the golden calf and then God revealing himself. And then we go back to the idea 
idea of the temple building or the tabernacle building. And that's what we're getting into right now. So chapter 36 and really chapter 35 and 36 are the beginning of that. And for the next few chapters, as we finish the book of Exodus, we're going to see how the people of Israel put the instructions that God gave into practice, which is another good reminder that when we are told to do something specific, God expects that we do it specifically the first time. He expects that we do it like these people do here. So it's a good, helpful reminder for us that we need to be obedient to the Lord as well. So that's our Old Testament reading today. We're looking at the New Testament. Speaking of being obedient, chapter 23 is all about the Pharisees. Jesus turns his attention to the scribes and the Pharisees and the people who sit on Moses' seat, which is interesting. They're claiming to speak like Moses, but they don't know the first thing about Moses because their face doesn't shine like Moses. They don't really know God. They might quote Moses, but they don't know God like Moses knew God. So I think that's the ironic thing. I mean, Jesus is God. If anybody knows God, it's Jesus. He's the one who should sit on Moses' seat and talk like Moses. But these Pharisees, these, these hypocrites, they're the ones that do. So just interesting we see that. It says that G Jesus tells them, they do all their deeds to be seen by others. They do all their deeds so that others will look at them and say, wow, you're so godly. That needs to be a check on you. Do you do godly things just so that people can see you? Do you do godly things so people can praise you? And you can say, oh, look, everyone thinks I'm godly. This is so great. I'm going to keep doing godly things because everyone thinks I'm godly. That's advantageous for me. If that's why you do them, listen to the warning of Jesus, where he says, they do these things to be seen by others. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. If you are actively trying to exalt yourself and have everybody look at you and praise you, take Jesus's warning very, very seriously. So I've got to be careful about any type of self-promotion that it doesn't turn into this whole praise me, praise me thing, right? And a lot of people struggle with that and we need to make sure we, we put that away. If that's a temptation for us, sometimes it's good for us just to not even let people know what we're doing if we're going to be tempted to pride in this way, like the Pharisees were. Then Jesus goes on and goes further. We're only going to read part of this. We're reading half of it, Tomorrow we'll read more of it, where Jesus says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. Woe to you. And he calls them blind guides. So Jesus is pronouncing curses and woes on these people who not only are deceived themselves, but the other problem that we see here is they will deceive other people. They're really false teachers. They're not even teaching the truth about God. Some things they say is true about God, but the majority of what they're doing here, they're misleading people because they're misled themselves. So yeah, with the Pharisees, it's like, you know, it, it, it takes a good Pharisee to train another good Pharisee to be a good hypocrite, right? It takes a hypocrite and they're inspiring more hypocrisy. Jesus says that's not what God desires. God desires heartfelt, uh, a heartfelt response to him, a humility towards him, just like it says in the prophets. God constantly calls the Israelites, turn to me, live humbly before me, repent of your sins. That's what God wants. He doesn't want this show of religion that's false. He wants you to serve him, yeah, but he wants you to do it from the heart. That needs to be a key takeaway that we all take from Matthew chapter 23. We don't want to be hypocrites. We don't want to do things just to be seen by others. We want to be the same person in private as we are in public when it comes to following the Lord. And if you do that, that's going to help you avoid this kind of hypocrisy Jesus talks about. So thanks for reading. We'll see you back tomorrow for another daily Bible reading snapshot.